Hello and welcome to the show. Hold on here, let me see if I can turn on my, my, my speakers here. Alright, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you nice and clear. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you today? Oh, pretty good. I just seen you were testing out the live on the on the Yo Respot page. Yeah, it's a little quirky. I tried to do that myself on a computer, but it doesn't really match for me for being on computer. I'd rather do it on a mobile phone. Right. Well, normally I use uh, the uh, Restream and I go to Twitch, um, YouTube. You have to watch what you're saying on YouTube, though, of course, you know. Yeah, censor you. The YouTube is bad at yeah, yeah. What is the name of your YouTube channel? Uh, it's GWT333. Well, I'm going to plug that in the description of this episode. So when I upload it, your YouTube will be there. All right, cool. Mainly, it's just me driving down the road. Uh, I'm a truck driver. Um, I was in the People's Convoy. When it went to DC, um, stayed there. I did security there um, for the month that we were there, and then traveled back across with the one they were going to California. Had to jump out to go make some money because, of course, you know, being a truck driver, you can't be sitting around a whole long, long time. So I spent about three weeks out. Went to the state capital of uh, Wyoming. Um, met with a couple ladies there. We had a, a little three-person rally for the convoy. And then I, I jumped gonna, back in. I was going to say that I'm a 30-year-old doing a podcast. Say that again? I said that I'm a 30-year-old doing <laughs> 30 years in podcast, huh? So you can, can. So um, basically, um, stayed there until the convoy ended. Um, we were basically highly infiltrated. Let's put it that way. Just like every movement or every group gets to be, you know. Um, and just been trying to raise awareness and everything else ever since, you know. Uh, yes. That sounds like fun. Well, it's a lot of work. <laughs> Except you have to know where you're going and you have to have a GPS. Yeah. So today I've been having issues with one of my streaming cameras so uh, I've been trying to get it figured out my dash cam 
So mostly uh, what I'm trying to do is get people to take this country back, you know. Yes, that's what, I call, that's what I call video. Very informative, I have to say. Thank you. I, I'm not uh, just started streaming back during the convoy. Um, and like I said, just still trying to keep awareness up. Did you hear my podcast with Brandon, the website owner? Uh, no, I didn't. Well, as soon as yeah. I'll send you the link to the Spotify. You use Spotify, then? Uh, no. Oh. I haven't oh, really I'm got sorry. on there. Usually, usually I watch like uh, BitChute, um, Rumble, I some have that. YouTube. I haven't really got into the whole rumble thing yet. But I do do uh, Foxhole. You ever heard of it? No. What is that? It's another live streaming platform um, that a lot of people that got kicked off of uh, YouTube back during, during the purge. Um, so you, you, you could you could check you could check that episode out afterwards. It's when I was in contact on my podcast with the CEO of Yo Respot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Platform again? It's Foxo. Yeah. Let me uh, here. I'll, I'll get you. Hill.net is another name for it. I'd like to check this plate. It sounds interesting since you're mentioning, mentioning it to me. Okay.
I'm taking a look at it right now. But it's a completely free speech platform as well. And unlike this, uh, your spot, um, it's um, when you put it into the restream or, or like in the restream, you literally, it'll automatically pop up. So like when you hit your button up there to do all your streams and stream simultaneously to different channels, it automatically does that. This one here, I found out that, I guess so far, that you have to click on the restream key or the, the stream key and put it in every time you want to go live on this channel for your spot. So you create a different title and then click go live on it, I guess. It's kind of, like I said, it's kind of weird. It's not very automatic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you have to do it every time. Right. And apparently they give you gold. Is that kind of currency on the site? Yes. And you get like gifts, so it's kind of like a TikTok sort of deal. Um, don't get me started because I still haven't really learned too much about how to uh, work that site over there. It's because you know every one of these sites have their own little quirks and everything else. Like tonight, I was sitting here trying to figure out how you go live on your spot, and the only place I guess you can do that is on the home page which is a little weird but I imagine over time after they work on this a little bit more maybe they they might make it where it integrates a little bit better what is your opinion about Facebook Facebook yes um, it's a government freaking platform for them to watch us and gain intel on everybody out there. That's scary. Well, think about it. It's a book of faces. Face, facial recognition. Um, all the selfies and everything else. That was the big thing on Facebook. You know, people making different faces, taking pictures and of themselves and sharing them everything that you do. I mean, what better way than for the government to gain information about people than them sharing it? Another is that everyone's mom is on there. <laughs> I don't know. My mom, she's not on there anymore. She got tired of it because it got way too political. I've been using Twitter, you know. Uh, Twitter, uh, it's basically controlled too. 
Um, one of the things that we're finding out about it, um, I guess, the same thing as Facebook, that most of the people on there are not really people, they're bots. So um, that's, that's one of the things that's going on with this lawsuit right now with Elon Musk, um, where he is basically outing Twitter to that concept. That means that they've been frauding people all these years that's been doing advertising over there. Their, their, I mean, if 90%, 80 to 90% of the people on there are actually just bots, that's, 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 that's pretty a, bad. That's pretty bad. You know what I mean? Because you've been defrauding customers. And I think they are to answer for it, to be quite honest with you. How are you enjoying the podcast? Um, first one I've done, most of mine are, like I said, YouTube or whatever I go on. Um, never done an actual podcast before. But so I guess this, so this is your, I'm guessing this is your first Yes. Can help, I can help you spread the truth and on this. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm here to try to do. Wake people up. Get people in motion, standing up in their states. Um, one of the big things there you've seen probably on that video um, where I shared the thing about the sheriffs. Sheriffs are the highest elected officials in our states. Um People need to be finding out whether or not they are uh, constitutional sheriffs um, that honor their oaths, whether or not they're taking federal funds. Uh, a sheriff literally, when, I, when, I, when I'm saying like the police departments and everything, to be able to operate in his county, literally have to operate under him. I mean, who handles the county jail? Where do most of the people that get picked up go to the county jail? Um, it's um, even the feds have to have permission to come into his county when they're uh, <coughs> wanting to serve a warrant or anything like that. They're supposed to go by and speak with them and get permission before they even operate in this county. And that's one of the things a lot of people don't realize how much power that the county sheriff has. And one of my big things is that what I've been trying to explain to people is people need to rally together and um, start maybe like a Freedom Saturday or something in your local community. Um, and as we're seeing on a lot of these social networks um, instead of trying to get the word out through these social networks because 90 80 to 90 percent of what who we're talking to are probably either bots or not real people and we're being uh, limited to who the message actually gets out to um, it's very important that this becomes a boots on the ground movement where people are literally going door to door to uh, maybe get these people to start coming out on Saturdays 
Um, we're not saying everybody has to go out on every Saturday, but just it's something that we need to do. I think statewide, countrywide, and slowly but surely take back our counties and push the Fed all the way out of our states, all the way back to D.C. There's the one thing. There's the one thing I was going to tell you that I don't like. What's that? Defunding the police. I don't like that. Um, it depends upon the, the police we're defunding if they're crooked or not. There are some crooked work. There are some crooked cops out there. Well, unfortunately, most of your police departments have, as we've noticed, have not um, the actual police themselves do not because they're working for a corporation. They they're not the same as the sheriff where they are an elected official um, and have to swear an oath to the Constitution. And therefore, a lot of times, the reason why they don't follow the Constitution is because they're not as, uh, how do you say, not as held to it as what your sheriffs would be, if that makes any sense. Yes, it does. So that's the reason why it's very important to get the right sheriffs. That way, even if you have an issue with a police officer that's in the, in in that township or whatever that you're in, that possibly you could call your sheriff if you're having issues. Another thing that I was going to tell you is that the cops make me nervous sometimes when I see them. I don't know what's about to happen, you know. Well, right now, I know that, and this is one of the reasons why um, when the convoy ended, if you go and do a little research, you'll find every article about the People's Convoy was linking us to the Proud Boys. And uh, during the, I know you heard about the Canadian Convoy, correct? I don't know what that is. You you didn't see what happened in Canada when the Canada when Canada did their convoy. I don't really follow the news, sadly. Okay, well, Canada had their convoy first. They went into Ottawa, and they were there for quite some time. And then um, we believe that they brought in the uh, United Nations because the police really wouldn't do very much. But um, another group came in that was doing the law enforcement, beat up a lot of the truckers, smashed their windows, impounded their trucks. Um, they uh, started uh, people that were supporting the people in the convoy, the truckers and stuff. They started seizing their accounts. They seized the truckers' uh, bank accounts. Um, and also another thing they did in Canada was um, announce or, or put out there that the, 
Proud Boys were now considered a national terrorist organization in Canada. So when we originally started, when I first start, jumped into the convoy that was here in, in, in the United States, um, the convoy started over in Alianto, uh, was it Alianto, California, and it came across um, 40 and um, up 44 and then across all the way to Maryland, uh, to Hagerstown. Um, and, um, I jumped in in Oklahoma cause that's where I'm from. And, uh, when we got into the convoy, we were told that we were going to be infiltrated. Every, like I said, every movement gets infiltrated. There's, there's instigators and, uh, people there to come in to just literally make the convoy or the movement, any movement look bad. Okay. Um, and, uh, we had that issue inside our inside our convoy as well, but luckily um, we were able to end the convoy before anything could happen, such as a false flag, or because they kept trying to link what we were doing to January sixth. I know you've had to heard heard of what happened on January sixth, correct? I don't recall. January 6th, where are you from? I'm from Palmdale, California. Okay, you know, January 6th, when uh, after the election, and they were um, trying to certify the election for Biden, how everybody went into the Capitol building? Yes. Okay, that's the January 6th event that I'm talking about. Um, the Proud Boys during that time, they were part of the, I guess, part of the group that went into, uh, went up there and, uh, they had been infiltrated by the FBI. So, um, and what I'm getting at is by them being made to look like a terrorist organization, then we start looking at the Patriot Act and RICO. So anybody supporting or um, supporting or, or helping an organization that's been deemed a terrorist organization by our government or another government can fall under the whole Patriot Act and the RICO Act, if that makes any sense. I see where you're coming from. So, basically, you're trying to spread this awareness around about this? Um, basically, one of the things that we didn't learn in school was every bill or every piece of legislation that a legislator or a senator or somebody that like that is trying to pass or they introduce, it is our responsibility as people to look and pay attention to what they're trying to pass. Go in and read these laws, read, read what they are. 
and like that one part of the video where it says, you know, every time that Nancy Pelosi or one of these people stand up there, they say, well, the American people want this or the American people want that. Well, in reality, nobody ever calls me or you, correct? Right. Okay. They don't, they don't know us, honestly. Exactly. So how can they say you want something without knowing, you know, asking you what you want? Well, there is this window where people can call in to their local representatives, their state representatives and national representatives. And when they call them, no matter what the piece of legislation is, you tell them what you want. If you know whether you do want something or you don't want something. And what happens is during that process, you tell them that you want a response. And by asking for that response and you get proof of that response, you get put on the record of what you want, okay? So that's like your vote on that piece of legislation. Does that make sense? Yes, because you're telling them what you want, and they'll put that in the vote, right? Right. So what happens with this situation is that, and right now they've really been trying to dodge this whole response thing, but... You, you you put it out there as far as email or whatever. You can either email them, call them, um, send them registered mail, um, all of it. And you, the biggest part of it is to ask for that response. That way you get put on the record. Now, let's say, I know you've probably heard of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, she's uh, one of the people up there that will actually do a roll call. So what happens is, let's say this legislator or this senator or whatever is trying to get this bill passed, and everybody in his precinct, basically, is called in and said, we don't want this. Technically, technically, if he votes for it, at that point, he's totally went against his constituency. And they can do a roll call and say, well, because then he can't sit up there and say, well, the people in my district wants this or the people want that. Because literally we have proof then that the people are saying, no, they don't want something. That's just, just for we, the record. I'm going to title this podcast episode, Serious Talk with G." GWT333. Okay. So if you're not getting put on the record of what you want and what you don't want, then it becomes this concept of them assuming that you want something. And that's what they've been doing for far too long, and that's something we've got to bring to an end. So they did it for far too long, and it's getting old. Well, yeah, yeah, they're passing stuff that we don't want, legislation, laws, and everything else. 
I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. What else could you could you think about here, about this? Well, the thing is here. This whole deal about what they're saying about a democracy. We're not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, and that's what we're trying to get restored. And one of these things is that, like you saw probably on my video, where I tell people to call and tell them to end the 1976 National Emergencies Act. Um, what that act does now, of course, a lot of people, the carrot that they dangle in front of everybody, well, we've got to have this bill because we need to be able to, to call a national emergency in case of a hurricane or a tornado or a fire or anything like that. Yes, but the problem is, is what we've seen through the whole COVID crisis or this COVID bullshit. Excuse my language, but you know, you don't have to worry about you don't have to worry about that. This is rated the E. The 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 thing is that you had one person. This is what everybody's talking about: a dictatorship. You have one person. That can, that can declare a national emergency and then suspend everybody's constitutional or the, the constitution, okay? Which is a bunch of bullshit anyways. Technically, they do not have that authority. Um, I don't know if you've taken a look at the Act of 1871, uh, which came in after the assassination of Lincoln. This goes all the way back to then. We've been basically under a, how did I say it? Um, we've been under a false rule since then. They created, created the corporate United States of America with the Act of 1871. They took us from under a government for the people, by the people, you know, to a corporate standing. And basically when they assassinated Lincoln, what they did is that was a usurpation of the Republic right then and there. So technically what they did was a fraud. See, Everybody's always saying these words, my constitutional rights, my constitutional rights. Well, I'd be glad to tell you the only true statement that I ever heard Hillary Clinton make was you have no constitutional rights. It's completely and accurately true because the Constitution was not put into place to give you your rights. It was put into place to protect your rights from a government such as we are under right at this moment and one of the things about the constitution which i swore an oath to defend because mech's military um was the standpoint that was uh, that the constitution was the way way it was was it was set up so they couldn't step on one person's rights, any individual right. They could not step on. But the way they've done it in their little usurpation of deals, 
instead of stepping on one person's rights, they just put it in there like they step on everybody's rights. Okay? It's kind of like the concept of the whole stop and, and frisk type deal. Um, or let's say a DUI checkpoint. The issue, what we're looking at there is they just can't randomly pull people over and start asking for their documents and stuff. So the reason why when they do one of these DUI checkpoints is it's the same way because the other way is unconstitutional. But this way, since they're actually stopping everybody, then it changes the whole narrative of it. So they're not just stepping on one person's rights. That's the way they do these things. That's the reason why the laws that they pass go over everybody, not just one or two people. So where our rights come to us from, like in that preamble or that thing I played on my video, um, and if you look at the Bill of Rights, you're looking at a presentation. And usually on a presentation is you have a statement. You have a paragraph up there that explains something, and then it has bullet points or numbered things underneath it to show some examples of what some of these things are, right? So let's say for the Bill of Rights, we have the freedom of speech, well, number one. Number two, um, to uh, bear arms. And number three, and then boom, 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 boom. So we're going down here, and you're seeing these Roman numeral bullet points of what some of our rights are, okay? But if you read the very first line up there, it says that our rights come to us from our creator, not the piece of paper. That's the very important part. They want you to believe that your rights come to you from your from the piece of paper. That way, if you're right, if you believe that the right your rights come from a piece of paper, a piece of paper can take your rights away. It's all voodoo hoodoo bullshit. It's witchcraft, sorcery. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yes. So a question. Do you think there'd be a World War Three? Well, right now, I believe we're completely in revel revelation um, because of everything that's being revealed. I do know that the deep state, the cabal, whatever you want to call it, the left, um, they're wanting a civil war. They're wanting to start a civil war. Um, more especially right now, um, after this whole deal with the uh, what they're seeing that's happening with Terry Lake out in Arizona um, and what's her name over here in Wyoming losing her spot um, they're I'm really thinking they're going to, to try to do something to stall or either try to cancel these midterm elections. Right. Right. Basically some kind of a false flag because like, everything else. 
like like an impe- like an impeachment for um Joe Biden. Um been hearing well, I hear they're gonna do the twenty fifth on Um basically try to say that he's unfit to be in there. Kamala Harris, um she cannot legally become president. I don't even know how in the hell she's vice president, but um, she cannot legally become president because she is what the term is called an anchor baby. So she cannot hold that position as president per the Constitution. Do you believe that Donald Trump would come back in 2024? I think he will be there for 2024 and probably before then. Because these are Republicans are the good side. The Democratic side is the bad side. Well, let's put it this way. Let's go this route. The left and the right. um, I see Trump more as an independent because he used the money that he raised. He didn't get, if you go look at it, he didn't get any money or funding from the Republican side um, back when he won in 2016 or when he ran. Um, The RNC, they did not fund him and he didn't accept any funding from them because he didn't want to be controlled by them. Um, The other thing that um, we have to look at here is we know the election was stolen. It was, it was freaking rigged out the end. I've never seen an election like that because um, I was up watching it myself. Um, we've got all this information and data out there that I don't know if you've seen the 2,000 mules. Um, there's different... There's different places out there that literally show um, that there was foreign interference in this election. Not to mention that like Facebook, I think what was it, four, $400 million or something like that, that he used to put up, um, that he used to put up uh, the drop boxes, which are illegal. Um, all of it. I mean, every bit of what they did, they stole it. I mean, you've got Biden even sitting there telling everybody that they set up the most exclusive or whatever it is, conclusive, whatever it is, voting fraud bill ever. And they were using it for him. And um, I mean, when you look at the sheer numbers of how many people actually showed up for Biden, Nobody showed up at any of his events. He didn't go out there. There's no way in hell he got, I don't even think, 20 million votes. Um, but when you look at some of these professionals, and I don't know if anybody's heard of, um, oh, what's his name? Um, Dr. Shiva. Um, he was running, running for office, but he also found, He's the person at 14 years old that created email. And uh, I've got 
a little bit of contact with him, not personally, but um, <clears throat> the standpoint is, is what I, I see with him is what he was saying is that he noticed that there in the algorithm that literally that the votes are getting split. So let's say if you're voting Republican, the votes get split like 70-30 between the Republican and Democrat. So, which you should never, ever have a decimal point in a vote or a fractional vote. Does that make sense? Yes. So let's say if you're voting, like you vote and I vote for Trump, that's two votes for Trump. But technically what's happening behind the scenes in the algorithm in the computer is that they're taking 30% of that vote, you know, and then they're turning around giving 30% to, um, the Democrat. So what's happening here is here within four votes, that's one vote on the Democratic side. Does that make sense? Yes. So just, I mean, there's engineers that I've listened to on this stuff and looking at it and everything else says there's no way to get a fractional vote. It's, it's a whole number or nothing. You know, I mean, you don't go in there and mark, you know, I vote 70 percent for Trump and then 30 percent for Biden. You know, that's not what you're marking. You're marking for one person. And of course, we're not seeing it. You know, I, I almost believe that the only way. Because all this voting privacy, who you vote for. I, I mean, why be ashamed of who you vote for? You know? I mean, I literally think that you are to walk up there and there are to be two big buttons and everybody can see it. So I got cameras there and everything. Here's the Republican side. Here's the Democratic side. Here's the button. There's Trump. Here's Biden. You walk over and hit the button. And then, boom, you know, the number goes up on that side. You know what I'm saying? Literally something like that, where it is literally physical that people are seeing this. That way it can't be hit because even with paper ballots and you're going in there and you're voting in privacy, privacy, you're still looking at this concept that they can still count that on the other side. Um, there's one of these people that I, I heard uh, that was talking about, I don't care who you vote for, all I care about who, who counts the vote. Right? Right. Because they could just mess up, you know, when they count the ballot. Right? Right. How do they you know, how do you know that that's legit? Because people are going into this secret voting booth and just by it being this secret vote, but, I mean, why? Why be a secret about it? You share everything else Everybody shares everything that they do on Facebook and Twitter and all these other social network sites. What difference does it make who you voted for or who you're going to vote for? It has to be truly, truly like 
in your face. This person vote push this button over here, and this person push, push push that button. We don't care. I don't care who somebody votes for. You said you Oops. were in Oklahoma, right? Huh? You said you were in Oklahoma, right? What time is it there in Oklahoma? Uh, well, actually, technically, I'm sitting here in my truck in Amarillo. Oh, okay. It's uh, 9 p.m. It's 7 p.m. for me, so there's quite a time difference. But I'm really enjoying. I'm really enjoying our talk, this serious talk with GWT333. Well, I appreciate that. Um, but like I said, it literally, it, it just can't be private anymore. Who you're voting for, because somehow or another, they're always going to cheat. You know. Um, and it doesn't have to be that difficult. That is what they forgot, And I forgot to mention to you, I'm autistic. Oh, you're autistic. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. And I understand that you don't care who people vote for, you know. No. Um, as a matter of fact, a lot of the... Uh, the Anons, I don't know if you've heard of Q. You mean Cuba? No, Q. Oh, Q, I never heard of that one, no. Well, that's something else that's out there um, that was supposedly like an NSA uh, deal that was out on a site over on 4chan and uh, then later on... on um, 8chan. Um, basically, what that boiled down to is a lot of people think it was the NSA, uh, white hats dropping um, information. And it goes on like deltas, four year deltas, um, two year deltas, three year deltas. It always says like future proofs past. Well, a lot of the Anons, um, the Anons that go and do the research, because Q comes out and pretty much asks the question, right? So these people go out and do the research. So this is how they found out about, like, all the pedophiles and, um, like, the WikiLeaks, the WikiLeaks and, and everything else. They're going out and researching. A lot of those are actually autism, or uh, they have autism. And uh, but they're very smart, you know, and they they're able to go and do that research. So, like you're saying, is they have security researchers that like to research information for their job, right? Right. Yes. Um. But um. So what's your audience? What's your how many people usually listen to your podcast? If I look at my statistics, it just shot up. I mean I walked away from podcasting on this new new show. It's fifty six of an audience size last seven days. Right. Six plays on average. So I got like three hundred and sixty eight total. 
Cool. My popular episode is Please Go Easy On Me. That's the popular episode at the moment. It's got What's like it 20, 20 plays. It's about talking, like how make make life hard or something. And right. then we have uh, age range 23 to 27. That's 25%. Age range twenty eight to thirty four, that's thirty eight percent, and thirty five to forty four, thirty eight percent. So, I have more of the older audience who likes to listen to me. Right, I have a lot of the older ladies and stuff that likes to listen and watch. They're like I call them like the mama bears. They get really protective. There's also eighty eight percent of the male people. Right. So I have an opposite on mine. So how how do you feel about everything? It just sounds complicated, overwhelming, to say the least. It is. It it is very overwhelming. It is. But to be honest with you, it's really not that complicated. Because once you realize that everything that this government's been doing ever since back from Lincoln has been a fraud and a lot not legitimate. Because when you look a lot at the, a lot of these laws, you know, you look at a speed sign, right? And you can right. see that it's written in black and white and it says 45 miles an hour. That's the law in black and white. So you know that that's the law. It doesn't say maybe 45 or could be 45 or should be 45 and when you get to reading into these law laws you'll find words that they use to be able to twist things you know that's the reason why when you can hire an attorney depending upon the attorney and how much money you pay this attorney is how much he untwists those words because when then when because what happens when you add maybe, could be, should be, those types of words into something, you're creating a gray area and a loophole. Does that make sense? Yes. And that's part of the trickery, you know? And and I, I learned that just reading the, the law about the 501c3 for churches that churches are automatically considered tax exempt and are not required to file for 501c3 tax exempt status but most churches would would seek to file for 5013c tax exempt status so that their donors would know that their donations could be see what I'm saying could be tax deductible you know what I'm saying and I can, I can make the connection there right but you're not it's automatically tax exempt because it's God's money and they can't tax God So when you're looking at that whole concept of just the wording in that, you're using a twisted tongue. 
it's kind of like the Indians back in the old day. Uh, what was it? White man speak with forked tongue, right? Right. And that's what I'm talking about. It's like the spell. It's a sorcery. It's to get you to believe. I mean, it, it, even the concept of this binding, right? We're bound by the law. One day I was having a conversation with God, and I said, Father, I said, binding, binding. What is this? And he says, well, it's witchcraft. And I go, because that's what's in witchcraft is binding. They take, write a spell on a piece of paper. You know, they sprinkle a little fairy dust on it and do a little ritual or whatever over it. And then they they do something like either sign it or do something to give it power. And then they rolled it up as a scroll, right? And then they would wrap a, wrap a string around it to bind it, okay? And that's when you're looking at this concept of like a chain being slapped on you. Like I tell everybody, even like with the Constitution, the Constitution does not put authority over us. The Constitution, like I said before, was put there to put to bind government in what they could do. Okay? What laws they could pass to step on the people's rights. Well, by usurping that, they've created these laws where they just step on everybody's rights, no matter who you are, or what your religion is, or your your your, your background, or whatever. They literally put this into play to, to, to usurp everybody's rights. And that is something that we have to step back from. And, you know, freedom is not an easy thing. Just because, and that's one of the things that with this convoy, a lot of the people just were so, some of the people were, so how do you say self-absorbed or self-entitled let's put it that way to understand like when we went on to somebody's property we've got to obey those people's rules on their property because it's their property we're on private property and they're allowing us to stay there that just doesn't mean that it's a free-for-all because with freedom comes self-governance and what self-governance means to me is to always do your best to do the right thing to cause no loss to cause no um cause no loss and um what is it to cause no harm to cause no loss to somebody else's property you know or to that individual and we respect one another. You know, it's kind of like the concept, like this conversation we're having here. We're having a very respectful conversation. Um, you're respecting me and I'm respecting you. But we also have to realize that where your rights begin is where my rights end. And vice versa, your, where your rights end is where mine begin. 
You see what I'm getting at? So you can't go out there stepping on somebody else's rights. But we have to come to a, a mutual agreement with one another to respect one and, and, and our individual rights. Right. Doesn't mean just go hog wild and do 100 miles an hour through a 45. That's just, I mean, there's a reason why. We've got to get back to common sense law, not all this make-believe crap. You got any more questions for me? Yes. Do you know what the Declaration of Independence is? Yes, I do. Is it something that's been signed by a president back in the day? Well, it was signed by um, the leaders back in the day. And they probably have that up in display in a museum, if I'm right? Um, somewhere, I do believe they do have it up for display, the original. Um, but the, um, I mean, let me look here. The thing is, is, um, what that does, that's a statement. And where it says in there, that we have the right, the duty, to abolish or to, or is it, to, to abolish or to alter a government or what we have now. We literally have that right to alter or abolish. Now, that doesn't mean grabbing our weapons and... Um, going over there and overthrowing the place violently and everything else. It shouldn't mean that. Um, because it also has the concept in there where it says to throw off. And with one of the people that was part of a convoy that was speaking on stage one day made the, made the mistake of saying that the Second Amendment's Second Amendment gives us the right to overthrow our government. Well, you know, I've been studying the Constitution for a long time, and no, it doesn't. It was put in place for us to protect ourselves from a tyrannical government, but the word is throw off. And that literally means for everybody around this country or around the world, if, the, if other countries want to do the same thing, to practice the same thing, is literally to stand up and say, enough is enough. We're done with you. In the end, you just take away their power. That's it. But it also has to be the people that are working for them. You know, the, their armies, their, their police departments, their guards. I mean... From what I've seen in the convoy, there are a lot, a lot of police agencies out there and a lot of 
police departments, highway patrol officers, everything. They were waving at us. Now, not all of them, but the majority. When we were going by and they were sitting in the center of the road, we are blowing our horn at them, and they, they'd wave at us. I know because they're people, too, and that's the reason why I like the People's Convoy, uh, just the name in itself, because even the, the people up there that's being controlled in our government right now through whatever blackmail or whatever they got over their heads, um, they're people too, you know, and I have to go back to this thing and look at the standpoint of Christ on the cross where he forgave even the people that was killing him, that we still have to be in this forgiveness for us to be able to ascend because I've seen the blood on all of our hands because the reality of it is is that we have allowed these people to represent us every government around the world we've allowed them a lot of people might disagree with well no we don't have a choice no we do have a choice every every from the moment that you wake up in the morning you make every choice that day, whether you've got a gun to your head or not, you still make the choice. And the reality of it is, these people we've given tax money to, we've funded, we've paid them to enslave us, to do the things that they've done around the world. And every soul or every person that has lost their life or their blood has been spilt is on our hands. And that's everybody around this world that's under our government because we have allowed them, we funded them. So when it comes down to judgment, you know, that it's talked about in the Bible, you know, where it says, judge not lest ye be judged. Well, the whole thing is, these, this is the House of Representatives. They represent the people. So they're doing things in our names. So as long as we're allowing them to do what they're doing, we're responsible for what they're doing. That blood is on our hands just as much as theirs. Wise men, man, sorry, and I enjoyed your car talk. I'm pretty sure you have something to do after this. I probably won't eat me a snack. <laughs> but yeah, I'd enjoy for you to come over and watch my live streams. I'm driving down the road. Usually I got a camera on my dash where you can see the, you know, the front end of the truck a little bit and cruising across the country and just chatting with people in the, in the chat. It's um, been, it's been about, so if you see it's 60 minutes on your screen, that's an hour. That's equal to an hour, right? Yeah. Yep. So I want to thank you for being today. Thank you for having me. No problem. Anytime. God bless. God bless.